Welcome to the Brand Ballers Podcast with Carl and Mike, where it's all about learning to build a brand that people understand. So let's follow up with uh, last week's episode. We were discussing the difference between SEO and content. And here we want to continue along the lines of creating a website that is content focused. Focusing on content is going to be the way that you'll become memorable. If you write content in such a way that attracts people, answers questions, or just strikes, what do you call it, itches their, uh, piques their interest. Itches their, itches, itches their, itches their scratch. Yeah, hanging out with too many French right now. No, okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, I'm losing my English. Anyway, if, uh, if you write about stuff that's interesting uh, for your audience, it demonstrates that you have something valuable to offer to them. Uh, it also shows that you're really knowledgeable and probably have some good products or services that, uh, that they need. So what we want to talk about today is what makes a good website because you obviously need the website for your content to do all those things that Mike t- talked about. So what we want to talk about is what exactly makes a good website. So first of all, why is it important to have a good website? So do you want to talk about why it's even important to have a good website? Yeah, so I think the main thing is that it helps draw people in. Uh, You know, so for example, a good website is just like any other marketing material. Uh, If you think about your business cards, uh, if you could do a TV commercial or anything, it's just the way, uh, you know, your website is is a reflection of you. It's a way that you present yourself. And if your website is good uh, and people look at it, you know, it's clearly an opportunity to get some business because... Uh, they just see, wow, you know, this is interesting to me for whatever the reason is. Right, exactly. And I think one of the things like the criteria for good, I mean, we do have a lot of different ways that we can say, okay, this website is good. And we're not just talking um, aesthetically how it looks, right? Because even from that perspective, I don't know what what the stats are now, but it used to be, you know, within like a few seconds, if people didn't like your website, they were gone, right? So, you know, what makes a good website good? Um, maybe, for example, I can think of one thing, which is just how quickly does it load, right? Number one, does it take forever to load up? Yeah. Right? yeah. So what are some other things that people can do? Like, what makes it good? I think just if you mention a few keywords that are related to the person so that if they're surfing over your page, uh, they quickly see, oh, you know, this person is doing something relevant to me. I am drawn to websites that talk about entrepreneurship. And so if, if I see, you know, right when I go to the website, if, if a tagline or if there's some text there that talks about entrepreneurship and maybe saying like how so-and-so did something or, or, you know, some kind of success story that I can quickly spot, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Or, you know, I want to read right. a little bit more. That sort of importance where, okay, people see exactly what the purpose of your website is. So basically the importance of a good website in that respect is that they know where they are kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, they know, okay, I didn't go to like, you know, I went to an entrepreneur site, I didn't go to a site about, you know, filmmaking or whatever. Well, another reason why it's important is that websites make you look like you know what you're talking about, right? They make you look knowledgeable, right? Yeah, why don't you talk about that? Because with uh, how you're doing this with presentations. Okay, yeah, so that website in particular was started out of a need for just, well, it wasn't even my need. It was for other people's needs because I knew that they wanted to learn about presentation skills. And I knew that the audience would be people who didn't speak English as a first language, kind of like us now with all of our, you know, messed up <laughs> you know, English nowadays. And, um, and the really cool thing about that is that as I started building the content for that, 
people started thinking, oh man, this guy knows what he's talking about when it comes to presentation skills because I tried what he, you know, tried what he's teaching or I was looking for help or something and he taught, taught me how to do it in a very whatever way, whatever way resonated with them. So yes, it does make you look very knowledgeable and it does make it kind of easy for people to share your website as well, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool too because that's um, the other part of it too is that if your website is good and you have good content and it looks good and you're, it's, it makes you look knowledgeable, whatever, people are willing to tell other people about it. So that is the other importance of having a good website. All right. Very cool. All right. So that's the importance of having a good website. Uh, you know, let's talk about the goals and let's, and think about if we're going to talk about a website, maybe we could just start, let's just talk about what's a good website from top to bottom. Uh, okay, so, like structurally, when you when you visit a website, you mean, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, cool. So, what's the very first thing that people should consider then as like a goal to have a good website? Yeah. So, if you're starting at the top, I think the idea is that very quickly uh, a customer should know that they're in the right place. Uh, they can do that. So, let's typically you think of header, navigation, and maybe a tagline is at the very top. So let's just break it down there. If you have a business logo or if you're just using your name, it's good to place that at the top. It's just easily that, uh, you know, people are going to go to your site. That's one of the things that they'll remember your site. So let's say that they've gone to your site. Uh, maybe they went somewhere else and they're thinking about, oh, yeah, I went to that site. They're probably just naturally going to have this image in their head of, oh, yeah, I remember this uh, site. And they can associate it with, uh, with your logo. At least okay. for me, that's that's how I work. Okay, that's a good. That's actually a really good tip because you're thinking about how do people actually remember the site without necessarily maybe remembering, for example, the URL or something. Because sometimes that's not so easy, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, that's, that's how, cool. Yeah, that's how my brain works. But anyway, the uh, another thing is, uh, I think just start off with a simple navigation without many options. Uh, a lot of people uh, have this idea like, oh, I need to tell the entire story. There's there's a lot of studies in this that a, a, a more simplified navigation with fewer actions is going to help guide someone to the actual, uh, let's say, down the sales process or, or getting, to, getting to the right call to action that you want. So... Um, right. An idea here is like don't have 15 links in your in your uh, site navigation. Maybe just focus on four or five, and that's good. Right, right. Actually, I'll give an example of that on the presentation site. Going back to that one, I used to have it where on the navigation it said learning, and mm -hmm. then under learning there were I think three or four different categories of like you know expressions and like skills and uh, you know design and whatever. And just recently, I looked at it, I thought that doesn't make any sense at all because learning is learning, right? Like, you know, they'll probably find it within, say, for example, the categories uh, on in a widget, for example, in the sidebar or something like that where they can find the different categories if they're looking for them. But, you know, I just put learn and then boom, they go there and that's kind of you know, where they find that stuff. Um, the other example of this is the, uh, the, the, uh, the law firm that I've been working with, you know, so telling him like, okay, simplify your your navigation structure because no one's <laughs> going to go through like five submenus or however many submenus he had to try and find something because they want to get to the information as quickly as possible is the main point. Yeah. And that's like something you actually do with me a lot. It's like, I'll show you, hey, what do you think of this uh, sales page that I've, that I've created? And it's really long and you're usually asking me, well, can you just short it up into, into like bullet points for me? <laughs> <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. So I'd say like that's the thing with like, 
you know, good, quick, effective websites is this idea that just simplifying and it's very natural that we want to talk a lot about ourselves and, and write a lot of things try to cut it in half and i bet more or less you're saying what you need to say and removing a bunch of the blah blah i think that sometimes we do that because people um might think well i need to include that so that i don't have to answer the question mm-hmm. i think that that's part of it as well that we're trying to put this information there so people don't ask us the question but i think that maybe that kind of content you can have it separate or you can have like a pdf or some other way that people can learn more mm-hmm. right and that way they're taking like maybe an action so if you think about your your website is going to be like a series of actions that you want people to take then one of them is going to be okay now that you kind of have like a basic idea of what we do and what we offer if you want more then here's where you get more information you can download for example you know the top 10 questions you have to ask about getting a website made or something like yeah. that or whatever yeah right? totally. Yeah. All right. So cool. okay. So that's the number one goal is make it simple. Yeah. The top part of your website, make it simple okay. and just focus on a couple things. Uh, as you go down a website, normally that's like the meat and where you're having a lot more, where you're talking a lot more. Uh, you have, uh, you know, this is the area where you could really describe uh, maybe some of the problems that you're helping clients uh, resolve. Uh, other areas of you know how you help uh, take your clients from one position uh, to a to a higher level. Uh, if you can do that with uh, you know fairly quickly as well, uh, you know I think in general with the websites we have a skimming type of way that we read things. So just think about uh, maybe a paragraph or two paragraphs, but you know you don't have to write a complete story. I think that's sure. a, that's a good way. And, okay, and I think, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah, finish yours. Yeah. I was just going to say that uh, with this, uh, one of the things that I'm experiencing, uh, or Vitor and I, what, we, what we're seeing is that we're kind of just doing things with a bit of our own tone, uh, our own mojo, let's call it. And it seems that that's actually, uh, it's, it's helping us to uh, build sort of this, uh, yeah, kind of the, I don't know, the traction or something that we want. Uh, for example, uh, we uh, so we're building these websites and apps, and uh, some of our friends are starting to reach out to us and asking, "Hey, do you guys have affiliate programs and stuff?" I was like, "Well, why?" And part of the reason is they're just going over our website and they're saying, "Yeah, that's the kind of web development firm that we'd want to work with." I was like, "Okay, so the part of that has to do with design, but also uh, just the way that we're uh, uh, yeah messaging a lot of stuff." Yeah, I think that's really important. So just being authentic and not necessarily catering to a certain audience, but just kind of being yourself and naturally you'll attract other people that kind of, I guess, uh, feel like, okay, yeah, that that sounds right to me in whatever way. Go down uh, a little bit more on the website. I've seen a lot of people use a sort of call to action, but structured in a way where it's like uh, hit a pain point of someone or do you want to do this? You know, would you like to become a better person or, or something like that? I found that some of them can be really effective. And then right below that, they would have sort of like, you know, contact me or, uh, you know, get on my emailing list. Yeah, I think that works. And I think that at the same time, um, as you start talking about the main content here and say, for example, you're talking about okay, what problems do you solve and whatever. I think it's really cool to throw in just a short little testimonial or something like that, mm. because then people can because like you said, the skimming you know, people just kind of skim if they see, okay, this is what they do. And okay, there's like two or three people that said, oh yeah, they did it really well. Then that can be pretty helpful. That I think is like a, you know, that comes from our like Amazon and Yelp and whatever kind of like 
era that we're in now where these reviews and stuff and testimonials are, are even more important than before. So, yeah. And if you follow that, more or less, you have a structured website from top to bottom. Woo! Okay, cool. Yeah, that's not so bad. I mean, that, that seems, I mean, it seems pretty easy. I think that maybe where do people kind of complicate things? Is there something that people do that kind of messes that up? So we give them the structure, they look at it, then they make something that doesn't do this. And, you know, what are some mistakes that you see people make maybe? I think it's just wanting to tell uh, more of the story than you really need to. Because if you think about it, you want to, you know, you th- you're an expert at something. And so this idea of, all right, well, show that you're an expert in in a paragraph and a couple sentences, uh, headlines. That's hard. And it's sort right. of like, you know, it's a, it's a difficulty. Pitch yourself in one sentence. What do you do? Right, exactly. I mean, it's like, a, you know, I think someone said that, you know, why do you need 20 minutes to talk about your your company or your product or whatever? You should be able to do it in, say, 10 or, you know, less or something like that. Maybe not super less, but, you know, at least be really clear and understand exactly what it is that you, you're, you're trying to tell people. Yeah. So I think that's just the main thing. It's just it's hard to, you know, because you're so passionate about something and that you really want to show and talk about it. And I think people have difficulties with that. Kind of like us with the podcast. Totally. Yeah. I mean, really, we should do everything in two minutes for some reason. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It just takes longer. Yeah. (laughs) The original name of the podcast was Brand Ballers in Two Minutes. But, you know, we just thought, no way. (laughs) Yeah. With the one minute man kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. No, it wasn't going to look good in either way. Yeah. So, okay. So let's get to some action steps and let's give people their actionable steps then. All right. So let's, uh, you know, you want to kick off with the, with the first one? Yeah. Okay. So a good step is, you know, don't do things blindly. Um, you know, why don't you define your website's purpose? Uh, you know, what, what do you want to happen when people visit your website and, uh, what actions do you want to take? So this is basically, okay, imagine someone goes to your website, what are they going to do? Most people don't even do that. You just think, oh, I need to write my resume and put, you know, explain everything. But actually, maybe you don't, you know, think about it. Right, right, exactly. Where do you want them to, like, because most of us, because we're talking about a business website, right? We're not talking about a personal, you know, blog or whatever. It, It is really about building your brand in some way, so for your business, so... What do you want them to do once they've seen your stuff? How do you want them to actually move forward from just visiting your website, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So number two? Okay, yeah. So number two, the second thing is that, you know, decide for yourself, as Mike mentioned, what content or pages do you really, really, really need to have there? And can you simplify things so that people can easily find what you're looking for? A good step here is just to maybe have some pages uh, and maybe just talk with someone. I'm really big. I'm a big fan of this is just to say, okay, what is it that you really want to hear? And just, you know, if you have some content and you talk with some people and they're telling you, you know, well, I expect to know this, 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 if that's it, maybe that could be, you could eliminate half of your content right there. And that could be a great starting position. You never know. Right. I mean, typically it's like, you know, the homepage, the about page, your services, uh, you know, your contact you page or whatever, maybe a mm-hmm. testimonials thing or whatever. But if all of that can be shrunk down into just, okay, this is what we do, this is what we offer, and this is how to get in touch with us, and here's how people, here's how much people love us, then maybe that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That's what you're saying, right? Okay, cool. Exactly. Okay, awesome. Uh, okay. Okay, so the third actionable step that we have for you is to write your information or content in a way that is easy to understand. It sounds really, I don't know, elementary when you tell people that. But it's probably harder than we think because we're, we grow up and we start getting, 
you know, we start talking funny, we have our own way of speaking, and we don't really think about how can we make that easy and simple for people to understand. So a really great way to do this is to go to a website called HemingwayApp.com, and as in Hemingway, the writer, and AppApp.com, and it, that site will actually analyze your writing. So you copy and paste your writing into it, and it'll tell you, okay, at a grade six level, this content is easy to read. You're using, you know, the correct sentence structure that makes it easy. You know, they'll highlight it for you. So it's a really easy way to kind of just run your content through there to make it easier to under, to read and to understand as well. Yeah. Yeah, I have sort of like a love-hate relationship with this thing because, you know, I, I, set, I set one of those goals where it's like, I'm going to write a thousand word uh, article. And so I finally do it and I run it through this through this thing. And by the time I correct it and, you know, with all the recommendations, it's down to like 600 words. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess. What but it works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's helping it's helping you get down to the juice. In, uh, right. You know, exactly. Right. Exactly. That's, right. That's cool. Okay, okay. cool. Cool. So you want to do the next one then, number four? The, yeah. The next one, whenever you're making a website, you should be cautious about file sizes and image sizes and stuff like that. So if... Uh, if you have images, if you're going to include them, try to try to optimize the size. Uh, so there's a tool, um, so JPEG Mini. Um, this works for both Windows and Macs. What this allows you to do is, let's say you have a photo that you take, you know, with your camera. If you run it through this machine, and when I say run it, drag and drop kind of thing, uh, it'll just magically reduce the size. And sometimes it'll reduce the size by like, you know, five times. Uh, and this is huge because if you think of a slow loading website, the reason that they become slow is because uh, your uh, basically uh, your website needs to serve uh, the files, the images, and text to the person viewing it. And so, the bigger they are, uh, the slower your site is. So right. this is a good thing to do. And in general, taking your own photos, uh, it's going to be three to five times bigger than that. So just think yeah. to reduce that to help with the you know speed. Okay, so that means okay, so that means two things. Then that means that number one, the the actual physical size of the of the image should be approximately nineteen twenty by ten eighty, like the sort of video HD video size is kind of recommended. Sometimes I even make them smaller because like my screen is smaller on my computer, right? Yeah. So I make them even smaller sometimes, but but that's the physical size. Then with this JPEG Mini, what this does is it doesn't reduce the physical size, but it reduces the file size. Mm. And it maintains the actual image quality. So whatever the image quality was that you started with, you'll still get that. And but the actual file size will be smaller. And then of course your physical size, you'll have to reduce that in another you know program or whatever when you're in your photo editor or whatever. Yeah, sounds okay, like a cool. video I should make. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then how about the number, the last one? You want to talk about the last actionable step then? It has to do with hosting. Uh, so a lot of people when you're just starting, uh, you'll buy a simple hosting plan so sometimes uh, it might be for like three dollars or something like that uh, actually we're in uh, we're sort of investigating this at the moment because there's this thing when you have certain websites uh, WordPress for example uh, you know you need a certain caliber of hosting in order to just have your website to give it a chance to work you know as you would expect you know to be nice and quick uh, so in general, those pricing plans can range anywhere from ten to twenty dollars per month. Uh, so, and and if you think of the probably the blogs that you read and the ones that are loading really fast, they're probably using some kind of premium uh, service like that. So, consider that okay, if I want a good, if I want a fast website, 
you know it's sort of like i want a fast car you need to buy a fast car and uh so would same with hosting so it's one of these things that we don't have like a I guess a definite answer on this. It's it's sort of hard to tell, but it's one of those things. If you want, if you if your expectations are, I want something at a certain level, uh, just be ready to invest a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, aside from that, uh, you know, the the practical reason, another practical reason for it is that with Google, for example, they do check your your site loading speed and use that as a as a way to determine your search rankings. Mm-hmm. So think about it like that as well, that if you're not, if your site is slow, you're not gonna get the search engine results, the search engine results that you're, that you're hoping for. So back to the SEO thing we talked about previously, you know, this is one thing is that if your website is slow, it ain't gonna be showing up anywhere, you know, on the first page. So that's another reason that you wanna go with a, a paid, you know, like a premium, not a premium, but like a relatively premium hosting plan. Yeah, exactly. All right. Cool. Uh, I think that's good. Yeah, that worked out good. Can we wrap it? (laughs) Yeah, we can wrap that up. All right, awesome. And that is this episode of the Brand Ballers Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to get fresh new episodes each and every single week. And please let us know if you have any questions or topics that you'd like us to cover. Thanks for listening to Brand Ballers, learning to build a brand that people understand.